Hey there, I'm Edwina Kennedy, registered pediatric dietitian and mom of two, and this is the My Little Eater podcast. Each week, I'll be dishing out all the best info on feeding and nutrition for your baby and toddler, answering all of your what do I do when scenarios, and helping you gain complete confidence in not only feeding your child, but in parenting as well. Every episode is filled with actionable and proven feeding strategies delivered by a mama and a feeding expert who's been there and done that. I hold your hand and I take you step-by-step through all stages of feeding while showing you how to implement what I teach you so that you can raise a happy and healthy little eater of your own. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to the My Little Eater podcast. We are here for season four. Today is the official launch of this new season and I basically took a month-long break, a month-long hiatus to enjoy the summer with my kids. It was so, so needed. My kids are growing up so fast. I think all of our kids are growing up so fast, but honestly, guys, they are 11 and 12 turning 13 at the end of September, which is insane to me. I feel like I barely have any summers left with them where they're really going to want to still hang out with me. So we were able to, you know, go to the beach a few times. We were able to do a bunch of activities with friends and cousins and around, you know, just things around the city, Um, little mini festivals that were put on, you know, despite COVID still being kind of a thing in our city. It's Uh, getting a lot better. And so I'm so happy that we were able to spend that time. A lot of the time, I will say, also was spent on the soccer field, which is fine because that's where they have the most fun. So I'm like the ultimate soccer mom, just like sitting and watching soccer games and soccer practices all year long. Anyway, today we are kicking off season four with an episode on how to feed your baby purees, but in a baby-led feeding way. So we're going to be covering a step-by-step process for how to spoon feed in a way that is responsive and in line with the baby-led feeding approach, which is my signature approach to starting solids. And we're going to cover some common things that we do as parents when spoon feeding that really we should be avoiding. And I will get into all of that and the reasons why in just a little bit. Now, if you're new here or you don't know about my baby-led feeding method, it is my little eater signature approach to starting solids that involves starting where your baby is showing they're ready and interested in solids. So whether that be with purees or with finger foods, it does not matter. The way we feed is just based on the principles of recognizing, respecting, and responding to our baby's cues and signals at all times. So when we do this, we keep our baby in control and we keep mealtimes pleasant, aka we keep things you know, baby led. And at the same time, what we need to do as parents when we're doing baby led feeding is we need to focus on swiftly advancing them through different textures in a timely manner with the specific goal of having your baby self feed on a variety of textures by around nine months of age. Now, When we listen, again, like I said, we're listening, we're responding to their cues in a responsive way. This is actually really achievable for all healthy term babies. We see that they do actually progress pretty quickly. And by the end of it all, no matter how you honestly started with solids, whether it was purees or with finger foods, all babies sort of end up, like they catch up to one another in this approach. So if you're interested in learning more about my signature and very flexible and stress-free approach to feeding your baby safely and in a way that prevents picky eating, then you have to go check out my baby-led feeding online course. I will link it for you in the show notes, but it's definitely got everything you'll ever want to know from feeding your baby from 6 to 12 months of age. Okay, so let's back it up though and we're going to start at spoon feeding, okay? So this might seem like a no-brainer. 
I feel like we all probably think to ourselves, don't we all know how to spoon feed? But actually, when you really observe spoon feeding the way that most people do it, and then you compare it to the baby led way of spoon feeding, you're going to see that many of us actually do it incorrectly. And that's because parents are often taught what to feed their baby, but no one really tells them how to actually do it. And it doesn't seem like it's such a big deal, like you have to actually spoon feed now in a specific way. This isn't about having to do anything, but it is about doing it in a way that's responsive and again, recognizing and responding to your baby's cues. So surprisingly, there are a few key details that are important to keep in mind when you're spoon feeding that will really just help your baby develop their skills and once again, keep feeding them in a responsive way. So let's go through the steps on how to do that. So when you're spoon feeding in a baby led feeding way, step one is to just get down to eye level with your baby. So you're gonna sit in a chair, ideally next to them, at the table and this is just going to help ensure that your baby can see you well and that you're presenting the spoon from a position that they can actually suck food off of the spoon in a good form right so again may seem pretty obvious but you'd be surprised at how many times like we're kind of standing above them trying to feed them or we're not in their view their line of view and we're just kind of again shoving a spoon in and they don't even realize where it's coming from when it's coming they're not connecting they don't have that um that like good kind of connection happening at mealtime that makes for a good experience. Okay, step two is you're gonna load the spoon with a little bit of puree and I want you to just bring it a few inches away from your baby's mouth. So again, notice here, we're not shoving it into their mouth, we're not putting it up to their lips right away, just hold it there a few inches away and then step three is I want you to wait for your baby to see the spoon and then wait for them to open their mouth. So they're going to be active in this process, right? This is definitely a cue that's showing that your baby is initiating the feeding. Once again, there's no force feeding here. There's no sneaking up on them. It is totally you presenting an easy texture for them, an appropriate texture for them in a way that they can handle, but in a way that keeps them actively leading the process. So other cues to look for that would indicate that they're initiating feeding is that they're leaning forward, they're following the spoon with their eyes, or they're waving, sometimes they wave their arms excitedly to show their eagerness. So I just want you to kind of connect with them again, smile at your baby, talk to them, because eating is a social experience. Now we also want to consider how to properly feed our babies from an oral motor perspective to advance their feeding skills or their eating skills. So when you're spoon feeding, what you're gonna wanna do is wait for your baby to wrap their lips around the spoon and then hold it there for a second while it's in their mouth. Just hold it and wait for them to do most of the work with removing the food from the spoon with their lips. So this is going to be that practice that they're getting, that oral motor practice, using their lips to remove food off is actually going to, you know, yes, take some time to learn, but it's going to help strengthen their lip control and it's going to encourage proper tongue positioning in order to kind of push the food back towards their throat. So I want you to avoid just kind of also placing the food at the very front of their mouth. So think about, you know, putting the spoon into their mouth and then just kind of very shallowly putting it in, right? And then quickly swiping up with the spoon. So if you see most people, again, spoon feeding in action, you kind of see this like it goes in and then you swipe up and it's like your arm, your your the spoon is going in a vertical direction up. And so again, you're doing all the work, removing the food off the spoon. Remember, we want babies to do this so that they get better at using those oral motor skills. But also this way of feeding, I guess, is only hitting that 
hard palate or that top lip. And then your baby never really gets the practice moving food around in their mouth, especially if this is a thin puree that all that's required is just a swallow. Then it kind of just goes in and it's gone before they know it, right? It's there one second, gone the next. So it doesn't really give them much time to experience that food before it's quickly swallowed. And it's also like, to be frank, it is not a pleasant experience to swipe up quickly with the spoon. It can be uncomfortable. And you'll even see when this is happening to babies that they have to kind of tilt their entire head back to go up with that swiping motion. So Honestly, if that was happening to you, it really wouldn't be the most comfortable experience. So try and just keep the spoon horizontal, nice and still, and then let your baby do the rest. Now you can practice guiding the spoon a little bit more towards the back corners of the mouth where the molars will eventually be so that your baby can learn where food Uh, or eventually finger food is actually supposed to go. So that way they're going to practice propelling or moving food from the side of the mouth to the center of the mouth with their tongue just to position it correctly for a swallow. That's a really important skill that's going to help your baby be able to safely handle more advanced textures better. So you can definitely practice that from time to time. And finally, allow time for your baby to propel or again move the puree to the back of the mouth for that swallow. So that's where it's important to wait a second or two to allow them to do that. Rushing them with another bite too quickly is really overwhelming and it just doesn't serve them. So take your time, you know, slow it down. This isn't about trying to get in as many spoonfuls as possible. Remember, we've got milk to cover calories, especially in those early weeks, those early months for sure of starting solids. So this is about teaching them skills. This is about learning how to eat. So that's what I want you to remember. So basically that's the baby led feeding spoon feeding practice, I suppose. So repeat that whole process, but I will give you a few more notes to kind of think about. The first one is try and resist the urge to continually be scraping food off of your baby's mouth and chin. So remember that, you know, spoon fed baby they're not getting that sensory practice that baby-led weaning babies often get. So you can change that by being okay with them getting a little bit messy from time to time so that they don't feel uncomfortable whenever a certain food texture is on them or near them. So, you know, let that food sit on their chin, let it, you know, sit on their mouth and in their hands and let them dig into it, let them get messy. This is a good sensory experience that really will help prevent picky eating later on. Another thing is if your baby reaches for the spoon as you go to feed them, then I want you to avoid holding their hands down or taking the spoon away. This is actually a really good thing that we want to encourage your baby to do. It's basically their way of telling us, I want to self-feed, which is ultimately what we want them to do, right? Remembering back to the baby-led feeding kind of goals, we want our baby to advance in skills and be able to self-feed by around nine months of age on a variety of textures. And again, they are communicating with us. So they are leading the way we are responding to their cues, baby-led feeding method at its finest. So if they're showing more independence and you know, they're learning, they want to learn how to feed themselves with a spoon, let's encourage that. We don't want to hand feed or spoon feed a baby past when is necessary and definitely not past nine months of age. Often what happens is we continue to feed our babies because we want to make sure they, you know, quote unquote, get in a certain amount of food. But again, we need to trust them to eat or not eat what they want as much as they want, and we really want them to develop independence in feeding. So sometimes babies get so used to parents feeding them that they prefer this to the harder work of feeding themselves. 
And it's really all about what we get them used to. So I don't want this to happen to you. I get tons of inquiries, tons of questions and and emails and whatever from parents who are saying my baby is stuck on purees or my baby refuses to feed themselves and they're 12 months old and 16 months old and three years old even. And that's just because, again, it's easier, right? We want to encourage them to step in, to do some work and to find that kind of um, pride in feeding themselves and being independent and cheer them on and encourage it. That's why early on in the feeding process, I would love for you to just try loading a spoon with purees. So I personally love the Num Num Gutensils, which I find hold food really, really easily without it falling off. So you can just kind of dip it in a puree and then offer that spoon to your baby for them to grab themselves and encourage them to practice self-feeding. It's not going to be perfect, but again, that's not the point. They're never going to learn unless you give them that opportunity to try. Finally, the last kind of tip, I think this is the last tip anyway, (laughs) there's a lot to say about this, but don't try and distract your baby in order for them to eat. So this can be so easy to do with spoon feeding and sometimes, like I mentioned before, we go into meals with an agenda thinking we need to get him or her, whatever, to eat all her food. And if your baby is, let's say, taking their time or perhaps they're not you know, showing an eagerness to eat or they are playing around, we can be tempted to, you know, play the airplane game or trick them into opening their mouth with a quick distraction and sneaking bites into them. But the whole point of mealtime in these early days, as I mentioned, is not to get in loads of calories via food. That's what they have breast milk or formula for. It is, though, to teach them to develop their skills. So let them really take the lead. Again, approach things with curiosity. You know, what are they going to do today? What are they going to play with today? How are they going to do it? Um, Are they getting any better? Oh, look, like they were really interested in the spoon today. Whatever it is, look at it with a sense of curiosity and give them the opportunities to learn how to eat versus eating for the sake of eating. And I guess a final reminder is the stage of spoon feeding purees really shouldn't last for too long as you aim to swiftly move them through the texture timeline. So again, graduates of my baby led feeding course know that we have kind of a few weeks where we want our babies to be on puree if that's the way that you want to start. But we're going to graduate them from there because once they've mastered that skill of swallowing a puree and kind of figuring out how to take food off of a spoon, guess what? They're good. So we don't need to hold them there. So we can start to gently move them up. What I call the texture timeline is a tool that I created inside of my course that helps move you through phases of textures in a timely way. And it gives you all the ideas for what foods fall into different types of textures and just helps you ease into it in a stress-free way, but again, in a way that makes sure that your baby is continually advancing. So That is kind of it. I hope that that really helps give you an idea about how to puree feed in a baby-led feeding way, how to encourage your baby to advance in their feeding skills. And once again, if you do want complete confidence in how to feed your baby in this method, then my baby-led feeding course goes through all the info that you need to know about feeding, nutrition, how to serve finger foods even, not even, it's like a huge part of the course. I've got video lessons showing you exactly how I would serve, you know, sweet potato and meatloaf and pasta and every type of food, every food group that you can think of in a safe way and in a flexible way and again in a way that is going to give your baby all the nutrition and prevent picky eating and have them loving mealtimes and eating all types of food. So 
If you are interested, check out the link in the show notes. And if you love this episode, would you leave me a review? That would be amazing. I want to kind of kickstart this season with a ton of good reviews and feedback. And I want to know what episodes, what topics do you want me to cover in season four? I am very flexible. I definitely have a plan for what I'm going to talk about, but I am so flexible. And if you guys tell me you want something specific, you better bet I'm going to add that to my list. So please go ahead, leave me a review in whatever podcast app you listen to and hit five stars. It means the world to me. And thank you so much for tuning in. I will talk to you next week. Bye.